Welcome to Sharon Feelings. My name is Chris Sharon. because of just how you were raised and where you were raised and what was valuable to your family? You know, I asked myself that question. I've uh, multiple times I've asked that. I mean, people ask me all the time, like, do you think if you didn't grow up in a Christian family, like, you would feel any connection with God kind of thing? And I can't, no one can answer that. <laughs> like, right, you know, right. You know, there's no way you can know. Um, I can compare, like, friendships and people who are the opposite. My friends who are my Christian friends who did not grow up in a church whatsoever or weren't involved in theater like myself at all found it. I don't know, there's just this part of me that thinks, like, you will be drawn to something naturally, even if, like, it's not, like, poured down your throat every day, but I don't mm-hmm. know. It, no, I, I believe the timeline of things may vary, but I do believe there is an interesting conversation about what is predestined or planned and or written into the fabric of our lives and what it what comes down to our own free will and our own choice and you sort of find your way down a path that was that was made for you. Yeah, and I, how would we ever know? We don't. Like, it's just <laughs> one of those, but it is very interesting to think about. But I'm grateful. Everything I feel like that I have in my life, I feel like in the last 26 years, I've made that decision on my own. Have I been influenced one way or another for certain things? Absolutely. I think that is what life is, is being influenced by things. But I have, like, made grown-up decisions and, like, done, done, like, the soul-searching for myself to know, like, what fits for me and what works for me and what I believe. Um, Yeah, I think sometimes people sort of blindly follow what is impressed upon them without doing the questioning and the self-reflecting. And then you're just sort of – then there's a really big gray area of what is your idea or what is somebody else's idea being impressed upon you. 
Oh, and that's for, applies to so many things in the yeah. world today. Yes. But it's like literally, and it's and it's true. Like I mean, we see that in the theater world, and we see it with like. Well, I just don't even go down that tangent, but there's just so many <laughs> things that are shoved in our faces today that it's like when you're like choosing something that is like your walk of life when it's something that is like defining you as an individual like you need to know what you're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need to know where you come from you need to know why i mean i think ultimately people want to be accepted so they find something that at least works for them in that moment like well this is what i'm being accepted in the moment and this works for me and i i fear that sometimes just because you ended up walking else somebody else's walk and not doing your own you know, um, mm-hmm. so that's just kind of where I was, and um, I just didn't know how to balance my faith as well at the time, because at the same time, I was, when I was like two or three, how old was I, probably like three years old, I had my first, like, thought of, like, being attracted to guys, <laughs> but um, I just, I remember, like, laying in my bed and thinking, oh my gosh, I, I think boys are very nice looking, I just want, like, that guy to hold me, it's like the way I thought of it, and I didn't know why. That was the case, and also didn't know about sexuality at the time. And so it wasn't until I got older and and being in church and hearing like things happen happening in the world and publicly. And like you see, like I remember like when Ellen DeGeneres came out of the closet and like people's opinions on it. And I was like, oh, I see. This is like something that people I'm surrounding by aren't like for. Oh, this is bad. Okay, um, I'm just not going to say anything about it. So I just had this internal battle with myself while also actively wanting to be a Christian while also like being in theater and being surrounded by Christian artists and like all these things are happening and I was just like one confused puppy for so long because I wanted to please others I wanted to be true to myself but I also wanted to honor God and I wanted like I just felt like for at least 10 years of my life before I officially like came out was um just me in this like turmoil of not knowing how to function as a human um just because of all these different opinions and then i decided for some reason to that i wanted to go to a christian university um and so i ended up doing that for theater but before that i i didn't know there were colleges to go to for this i just was like oh i just want to go to any college and i want to go um, to one that I feel safe at. So I went to a Christian university and I did that for four years and that was, I was getting to perform all the time and I was getting to, and my school does like 10 productions a year. So like by the end of me in, me in college, there's 11, 11 shows by the time I graduated college. But I also, like I said, was going through a lot in my personal life and didn't know how to balance the two. And um, so, and we can get to all this in a moment. I don't just like pour my heart out with my, my that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's just like I, I'm like, how do I start this conversation? Um, well, it just wasn't until I was in college that like I knew I couldn't at least not talk about it anymore. And it was, it was my sophomore year, and I a situation came about that I like had to like tell somebody, and um, I ended up telling my best friend still my best friend today and she just let me I was in a car with her for five hours we were on our way to see another friend perform in Kentucky and I was literally almost what year is this 2019 that was 2013 so do the math um I was sitting in the car for five hours and I could not speak like I was not able to like process words and form words and sentences and by the end she's like Michael what is wrong with you and I just started crying and just like, like poured my heart out and um 
and she was the most amazing person in the world and she just said I love you regardless and I'm here for you and I want to walk and talk you through this and like um, this doesn't change the way I feel about you whatsoever and that was like what I needed in that moment and I just kind of began that conversation with myself of like what do I want to do with this you know like I'm in a Christian university which it was not condemned is that the right word <laughs> uh, it was not allowed and then uh, I spent the, like the remaining three years just like battling myself and just coming to a place of, like what do I believe what do what do I know and that's the conversation I've remained having with myself for many years just because like I said like at the heart of everything like I, my faith has definitely gone ups and downs and I've had like very various moments of it being like I give it up I don't care like this is not I don't care about life and then I've had like very like I would say divine moments that just prove like I could not live my life without knowing that I believed in a God a God and a God that loves me regardless that um, who saw me for where I was and this is like Michael you're worrying way too much you're caring way too much about all these things and what I'm asking for you is just to like focus on me and love me that's all I because I love you like stop stressing so much just love me and I'll love you and like once I kind of got in that mindset of like okay I'm just I need to get the pressure off of my shoulders and get all this like what everyone in the world is telling me like there are people who are like Michael who cares and people are like Michael no and like people are like do you really like I had so many different answers compared to sometimes I'm just jealous of people who didn't grow up in, with any faith only because if somebody is gay they're like yeah it's queen like they don't <laughs> care I just got to a place of like you know what I'm gonna focus on just continually building a relationship with with God and on meeting people and developing myself and being honest with myself and being honest with people around me and who I trust. Like, as I've told you, this is the first time I've ever publicly talked about it, but people know me, they know, so it's not like a secret, but just because I never, I also have never felt the need to have a coming out story. That was never something that I felt I needed to do because at the end of the day, I wasn't changing. Like, I nothing about me was different other than you knowing oh, Michael's also gay. And um, that's something I had to, like, explain to my family because, you know, it was hard for my parents. It was like, they loved me so much, but I was going to be going going down a road that they were not familiar, familiar with and what that meant for them and what it meant for me and what it meant for my, my faith and my walk with the Lord. And so it's, I just had to be like, oh, God, guys, I'm not, nothing has changed about me. I'm the same person I've been, now you know the information that I've been, like, hiding from you, so at least I have that off my chest, and now we can have, like, more open conversation, um, and that's been important to me, and it's been, like, I think good. Finally, once I got to that and out of school, I think the best thing for me was to leave my university once I graduated, and, like, that was a blessing in disguise, because at the time, I was like, I don't want to leave, but it was the best I had to get out of there, because I needed to finally get a glimpse of what my, I guess, my future would be, and, like, I need to start becoming like Michael Brennan, you know what I mean? And I left and I started working professionally and then I met you, the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> and uh, and I worked, I've been working for the past three years, but I, I finally moved to New York. Here's the answer to your long question. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I moved to New York officially in April. <laughs> um, oh. So, I mean, it's just been, it's like, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm, um, I got here. Being in New York, as you know, it can literally destroy all joy and happiness, but it also can, like, do some weird, like, f- fueling and make you feel empowered. And then, like, I just, I find being, especially just specifically to our field, I don't know how I would 
survive if I didn't have something to believe in. I know that is the only way I would function. I would have given up a long time ago just because there, I feel like for me, I have this moment of like just telling myself like, no, there's more to this. There's, there are things coming and I believe that because I feel like if I have a purpose in this world, like beyond myself, then I just have to keep trusting that. Otherwise, I just give up. I mean, I, I could do any job, you know what I mean? But, right. Um, I could be making money at any other job, um, but I'm like, no, I'm going to keep doing this because this is what I feel like, this is where my purpose is, and this is what does fuel me in a sense, but it isn't the only source. Yeah. Um, that's why I have to have my faith. I, I cannot even function like my day-to-day without it because I don't understand that concept. And also, sounds, that sounds lonely, but I can understand if somebody doesn't, doesn't believe that and doesn't have it in their lives because it also can be like, well, that's not something solid. That's not something I can... I can't touch that. It's not tangible. So to actually take a moment to like trust and believe in something that is beyond ourselves and that we can't just physically see in this physical realm, I guess, I can see how that's confusing and not and also like unrealistic in some aspect of it. Right, but um, I see it as if you can find faith and believe in something greater than yourself, something that isn't tangible then the day-to-day things that are right in front of your face that you can reach out and touch become a lot more easier to handle Yeah. because they're a lot more easier to define. Oh, 100%. It comes down to, for me, that if I believe in like this life that we're living is I have, I have the option of living to what, maybe 100 years old. But if I have that option of living this whole life, I want to feel like, one, I have a purpose. I want to feel like I'm helping people and doing something for people. It's giving me a purpose to also serve other people and like reach other people in some aspects. I mean, that is, I mean, that's what being a human is. It's not just about yourself anyway, Mm -hmm. you know? It is. And then I have back to my, like, well, my identity. Like, when people ask me, like, well, you are a gay man. Well, I'll be like, sure. Yes, I am. I guess I would say, yes, I'm a gay man. But like, I'm a man first. And Mm -hmm. that is who I am. And then I'm also, I believe I'm a, a Christian. That is my identity. Because I, that is what I pour my life into. Yeah, I happen to be attracted to men. Yes, you're not wrong. So, like, for me, I've, like, first and foremost, like, I am a man. I'm a, a child of God. And that is, first and foremost, how I see myself. And everything else can fall into place and be whatever you want it to be. Um, does that make sense? It makes so, so much sense. It makes... <laughs> it, it re- I think so. I mean, that is so well said because I think we are getting so lost nowadays, especially young people, in identifying everything and every piece and part of who we are and making sure it's known and making sure that there is a specific definition to that word and, to, you know, and, and it's, it's so complicated now. And what you just said is so simple. You know, you are a man in this world that is loved by a God that you believe in. And that God inspires you to be a better man, to better this world, to be kind to others, and to pursue what you value. And to hopefully one day create a beautiful, successful life out of those values. And not to say that to accomplish those things is an easy task. It takes hard work and dedication every single day, of course. But... We get so lost in the translation of who we are and how we want people to identify us and how we want to be perceived and how we perceive others that we move away from the simple truths of I am man, I am loved, I want to extend my love to others 
and be inspired and pursue something greater than myself. Yeah, and I feel it's it's just almost dangerous to me when you have all these like different elements of defining yourself and all these like different like I'm this I'm this I'm that like awesome, but like what makes you the person you are in that? Because otherwise you're going to lose what it means to be a human being because you're too busy trying to find ways to define yourself. And I, I just knew for myself like if I could just start be as true to myself and just know like I'm Michael. I love the Lord. I love theater. I love my friends. I love my family. I want to better myself and also help others better themselves. That's what, that's me. Like, if somebody wants to ever talk to me about my faith, I am more than happy to talk to them about it. And I feel like I have conversations about it all the time because it does fall into, like, okay, so you're a Christian, but you are also gay. How does that work out? And you're like, listen, I'm living my day-to-day life because there's nowhere in the Bible that says I need to know who I, like, know all the answers right here now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not reality. And um, I find I have to, like, take the, the times for myself just so I can, like, refocus on just, like, what I'm doing just in general. Like, what, what, is, what is my purpose of being in New York City trying to be the one of 4,000 billion actors trying to make it into this industry like well that's hard enough (laughs) Um, you know it's like so I need to know at the root like I have my center of like this is me I have my relationship with God and that is what will sustain me to be able to do all these billion other things like I'm about to go to work I'm going to work an eight hour shift and then take an hour to get home and then do the same thing tomorrow you know what I mean and hopefully throw in some audition thing in the next couple days like that's like real that's like so I have to have Michael time I need to have time God time so I can like make sure that I don't go crazy (laughs) or I will just crash and burn Um, and I can tell when I have not spent time by myself or time with God because I'm anxious I'm worried about what is coming up what is going on I'm very overwhelmed by my given circumstances um, one of my best friends, um, she's actually, she is my saving grace because I truly t- I talk to her about everything in my life and she is like, she works a full-time job. She runs her own side business and like is trying to be a mom and also be a wife and she's just overwhelmed with her world and her and I were just talking about like how we're in two different parts of the literal country doing two completely different things but still have this point of like wanting to just drop and like lose our mind. And then we just had this moment of just, like, talking about our faith and, like, rebuilding each other for a moment and, like, where she feels like she is, where I feel like I am. And, like, just even having that time, just the next day we talked and we just, like, felt so much better and so much more at peace because it ultimately doesn't land on us, you know what I mean? Like, I, if I believe in a God that, like, has my back, like, I put my dependency on him, so fine. Like, I can release all the crap that is going on and just know, like, there's something bigger and better that will eventually happen, whatever that even means, because it, it could be anything. But I have that time to reflect with another person, but also so I can reflect with myself and eventually, like, just be, like, chilled out, because, gosh, it sucks being here sometimes. Mm-hmm. And just being human. Oh, she doesn't live in New York. She lives in Virginia and still has crap going on in her life. But I just feel... It's so important, whatever it is you need to use to have that self-reflection. I know friends who aren't Christians, and they have, they do yoga, and whatever that means for you, like, great. You just have to do it. You need to have alone time. You need to reflect. You need to really think about what is going on internally, or 
or your external circumstances are just going to be way too overwhelming. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think as humans, we are creatures of habit, right? So it really just comes down to what habits do you want to build? And people forget it can start with a simple morning routine of finding your value again. Yeah, and like sometimes it needs to be to that. For me, it's through prayer or whatever is what you need, but you need a habit. Otherwise, I don't know... I don't know, being a human is hard enough as it is. Like, you just need to give yourself some, like, credit and just, like, chill out. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone listening, calm down. You're good. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I have to remind myself that constantly because I'm like, this is too short. Life is too short. There's so much ahead. But, like, I don't, like, I don't want to keep thinking so much about what's to come that I'm not dealing with what's happening now and missing out on, like, what's right in front of my face. Absolutely, and just being aware, and just being present, yeah, because if we just continue to concern ourselves with what is coming next, then we don't actually have any tangible memories or insight into who we are right now, which is technically, I mean, we can talk and talk about faith and this and that and what's to come and everything, but really all we can count on is that we are living and breathing right now in this moment. Right here, right now. Um, Yeah. So strange. And so we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up a little bit here with the ever famous Sharon's closing questions. Alright, so first question is what is one word you would use as a synonym for love? Hmm. I'd say probably humanity. Um Awesome. Next question. What is one aspect of your personality you are proud of and one that you want to improve? Well, one just that I'm proud of. I think I have a, the ability to bring a light in a room, like a joyful like tone to try to like, make people feel comfortable. I think it's just like how I've always been, and I think that's a good quality to have. Mm-hmm. Um, something I would like to change, I'm just way too hard on myself in all aspects of every element, whether it be, like, my career, whether it be my body, whether it be my relationships. I'm just, I I critique way too much when I just need to just be grateful for, like, we've been saying where I'm at right now. That's Um, beautiful, yeah. All right, last question is, what are three defining words that make up a man? (sighs) Brave, independent, and complex. <laughs> I stole your word. No, dude, it's fine. It's great. You, I said because when I read your description, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're just very complex individuals who have a lot to offer. Yeah, you're right, man. Um, cut, cut that all out. <laughs> I'm keeping all of it. Okay. Um. Thank you so much, Michael. I love you so, so much. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and your feelings and your time with me. I would do it all over again. I love you so much. You're a gift. Thank you, my friend. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is another episode of Sharing Feelings. Talk to you soon.